Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Consoling Myself with Twan. Episode 4, which I may or may not have alluded to, is going to be on the PlayStation. Or the original PlayStation. You could say the PlayStation 1, but I think they released a tiny version of the original PlayStation called it the PS1. So yeah, this is the PlayStation. As per all my other systems... This was bought secondhand, and didn't actually have a lot of games for the PlayStation. I picked it up in my in the summer between my second and third year at university. What I did was I had a bit of cash. Someone I know was selling their PlayStation, so I thought I'd have some of that. I hadn't had a PlayStation before; it seemed pretty cool. Uh, Obviously, what I had before this was a Super NES, so going from cartridges to CD, pretty impressive. So yeah, between the second and third year at university, uh, things interesting about that time period in my life. One, I wasn't planning on going back to university, and two, I was dating someone. That's part of the reason why I didn't wasn't planning on going back to university. Didn't really do a lot of gaming because I had a girlfriend. Woohoo, go me! And, yeah, we, that summer, I really didn't, I mean, to give you an idea, I didn't have anywhere to live for my third year at university, at the end of my second year at university, and at no point during the summer holidays did I try and find somewhere to live, until maybe the last week or two of the summer break, and I contacted a very good friend of mine who lived in a mansion, uh, I say a mansion, it was just a very big house. It was at some point three separate flats and it'd be converted back into one big house. But it had loads of bedrooms and I think there was probably seven or eight of us living in our own bedrooms in this house. Uh, and I was very lucky that I had a very good friend on my course uh, and they lived with a lot of lawyers which meant they weren't well, they were a bit crazy in party time, but yeah, I uh, nearly didn't go back to university, which could have been a mistake, or maybe not a mistake, but I did. And I lived in this massive house. Uh, things that aren't very important. Uh, one of the downstairs bedrooms, sorry, one of the downstairs rooms was the living room. Then we had a big kitchen. Then there were t- my bedroom and someone else's. There were two bedrooms as well as mine on the ground floor. And the other two bedrooms were absolutely massive. Because they were essentially front rooms of a massive, massive house. Uh, and then my room was tiny. But it didn't cost me very much. But it was on the ground floor. And I, I hate living... I hate sleeping on the ground floor because you can't keep your window open. But I kind of... These guys had all lived together in the second year. and uh, Thankfully they had a spare room. And it was just like, yep, yeah, just pay the landlord the money. So I did that. And uh, yes, I lived with a fantastic group of people. Really fantastic. And lots of stuff going on in my life. I should have made more of it, but I didn't. But what I did have was my PlayStation 1. Unknown to me, it had been chipped. Which meant not only did it play any region game, I could also play copied games. I didn't know anyone who made copied games, so that was no good to me. But I did enjoy having a PlayStation. In our front room, we rented... Oh, 
I wish I could Google. If I Googled, it would start typing on my... You'd hear the typing. But essentially, we rented a TV from... I'm going to say Rumbelows for comedy value, but it was probably Radio Rentals or something like that. It would cost us £5 a week. But it was a 36-inch Sony Trinitron. Like, I mean, this was 2000 to 2001. So yeah, 36-inch CRT TV uh, when Teletext was around and it had the ability to to memorise Teletext pages. So when I was a kid, if you wanted to find out what was on at the cinema, you'd go to Teletext and it would have like, I don't know, cinema pages for your, air, for your county uh, alphabetically. But you would have like, one set of uh, one three digit code for the first four and so on, but every every like A to A to D, for example, might be fifteen pages of teletext. And at home, we had a TV, we had a button rock controller that could pause a teletext, so it would freeze that information on the screen. Whereas at university, we had it would remember. I, I don't know how many pages, but it never forgot how many pages. As long as you didn't type a different page in, it would just keep refreshing and you could flick back using the remote control between pages. It was fantastic. So, yeah, this cost us £5 a week or whatever. So, and split between eight people. What are you paying? For, for, for eight people. So it's 50p each a week, so £2 a month. But we had a absolutely it must have been cheaper than that because yeah but it was absolutely fantastic now the tv did uh the fancy teletext thing which i've never seen before the other thing it did it had picture in picture oh my goodness that was amazing i don't ever remember getting picture in picture to work when you were watching two different channels so i don't think it had two tv tuners but what it did have was uh, picture in picture from different sources so if people wanted to watch TV you could actually put a little box up on the screen and play a console through on a tiny little and on a 36 inch screen you'd actually get quite a good screen up little uh, sub screen second picture in picture screen so yeah uh, we occasionally when the people, other people wanted to watch television as is there allowed uh, you could still have a game going on the uh, picture in picture screen now this was the time before wireless controllers had really taken off so not the greatest not the greatest uh, distance away from the TV so you had to kind of be far enough where you weren't blocking the TV but close enough you could still see the detail of the screen and if you were playing like a multiplayer game and the screen split into four even worse even worse but we may do i don't i did have a tv in my bedroom but i don't remember playing games by myself in my bedroom i really struggled with the playstation games i had so i don't like driving games as i've mentioned and there would have been a load of other games now the the other thing that happened while i was at university is i there was a university radio station and I was the station manager for that. And so we got sent a lot of free stuff. Uh, we got sent a lot of music. And I pride myself in the fact I only ever took one album 
from that radio station. And it's still one of the best albums ever. And I don't even think it, it was brand new. I think it was just in the rack of CDs. So, I mean, we had, I don't know, let's say 500, maybe 500 plus CDs in the studio, all alphabetical. And I saw this album and I was just like, right, I'm having that. And it happened to be really good. So uh, we're now 20 years later and uh, Cake, Fashion Nugget is the album. And I still listen to it. You may know Cake from other songs they did. They did the theme tune to Chuck. Well, I say theme tune to Chuck. It was short skirt, long jacket. Boom, ba-da-ba-dum, ba-ba-da-boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, that was the only thing I stole music-wise from the radio station. However, we did get sent some pre-released games to review. And I only wish I'd have kept all these contacts because I got sent loads of stuff. I got invited for free to the Super Super 6 soccer thing, the charity thing, in its infancy. We got invited to Stamford Bridge, and I was was at university uh, not near Stamford Bridge, so I never took him up on that. I should have done, because I think I'd have got interviews with people and all sorts. But what I did get was free games. And that brings me back to the PlayStation. And I'll struggle to remember any of the games I played. I'm pretty certain I played Spyro, the the Purple Dragon game on the PlayStation. Pretty certain. Not 100%. Uh, Oh yeah, this is the other problem at this particular period in my life. I may have been drinking quite a bit. So yeah... I think I struggled remembering because a lot of those brain cells don't exist anymore and didn't exist at the time. So yes, we had Spyro the Dragon. And then the other game that I remember was there was a weird fighting game. But you didn't do any actual fighting yourself. The computer kind of did the fighting for you is what I remember. And... uh, you could play as like preset monsters. So a bit like a top trump or a maybe a car a card stack comparison game. And it, you could play as like preset monsters. Or you could put a music CD and it would take the data from the music CD. I'm presuming the track data, so put a little table at the start of a CD that says seven tracks, first tracks this long, second tracks this long, all that jazz. Take that data and it would create a monster based visually and stats-wise based on that. And that used to fascinate a whole group of us. And you'd try, you'd try and find the best music CD to give you the best stats, and so that was quite fun. But obviously it got quite boring because you had to put a CD in, wait for it to do its thing. And then uh, then battle. So, uh, yeah. That was quite cool. I enjoyed that. But as I said on my PlayStation, I don't... I don't remember the games. There was probably a World Cup cricket game. There was probably a World Cup rugby game. But anything else... It really does 
really straight ahead. Don't remember it in the slightest. Uh, I remember we had a Mega Drive uh, in the flat, well, the house, and there were Speedball 2 competitions going constantly. Absolutely constantly. That's what I remember on the Mega Drive. Speedball 2. And it was probably some footy game, footy game that the other people, my um, other housemates used to play. But Speedball 2 just sticks in the mind. Yeah, that was, that was on the Mega Drive. But yeah, this... I don't think I had another PlayStation 1 until I purchased a boxed one last year as part of my reliving the consoles I've previously owned. So I now have an original PlayStation and I think I've got a PS1 hidden somewhere but they're so small they're just kind of tucked away. And the, P the PlayStation did have some good games. Did have some good games. They just weren't for me. They weren't. And my mind is kind of like, oh, do you know what? I'm, bear with some typing. Oh, actually, I wonder. You might hear some chair noises, but hopefully we can do away with any tight, overly loud typing noises. But let me have a quick look. I can bring up on the database of everything that ever existed. PlayStation games. And hopefully... PlayStation 1 games. Boo. So yeah, oh, we'd have had a Tekken game. I've just seen that. That was a classic. Hammer at the buttons. Hammer, 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 hammer. Uh, yeah, there was a Spyro the Dragon. I think I might have had a... Oh, might have had a Final Fantasy, but that's never been my game style. Never been my game style. Tomb Raider once again not my great not my game style whatsoever. The other game that would have been on the PlayStation that I would have tried playing and I do remember trying to play it is a the a Resident Evil game, so the zombie franchise. What's uh oh, I'll save that for another episode about why Resident Evil is quite an important timestamp in my life. But the Resident Evil games, I just couldn't get onto the... the From where they were trying to make it look like a film you were watching while you were playing it. So the weird camera angles and the jumping between rooms and how you're... I, I couldn't get on to re, readjusting my aiming and stuff like that. It really, it really struggled. Well, I really struggled with it. I really, really struggled with it. But yeah, the PlayStation, the PlayStation One did get a lot of use. As I didn't know it was chipped and could play copied games until I got a copied game, and it uh, it worked. But I was where I was. I didn't even know where to get. You know, friends were going up always to get pirated Amiga games and all things like that. I never knew anybody who could do that. 
never knew that at all. And uh, so I go to university, I didn't know anyone who could do any of that. I, I lived in my first year with a guy who bought a PC from a local PC shop. And it came with a 14 inch monitor, had a CD drive, that was fancy. But the guy selling it gave him a pirated copy of The Phantom Menace. And what was hilarious is to fit it onto two CDs, because it was on two CDs, the, the resolution was like less than 360. Might have been 144, 244. I think it was 144. Because if you had the screen blown up to the size of the actual computer screen, the high-end graphics that are the the Star Wars reboot, the sorry, the Star Wars one, two, three had just uh, looked shocking. Uh, so yeah, I don't. Uh, I said university I had a little bit to drink. So in my first year, I had a PC that I'd been given. Uh, from a very good family friend and that was the first PC I ever had that had a sound card in and a CD drive but I didn't play really any games on it in my first year we had network connections in our halls of residence so I had a network connection but the internet really wasn't massive uh, second year I lived in a house with <sighs> my second year at university when I arrived at the house and I've not I don't even remember if we've been to seen this see this house or not. But I, I must have been to see it because I must have said I remember saying, Listen, I'll I'll take this house, I'll go in with you guys, but I want this particular room. And the day I arrived at the start of my second year of university, someone had already arrived and moved into that room, who I knew who was in inverted commas a friend of mine. And I was greeted by his girlfriend who I wasn't a massive fan of and she wasn't uh, I mean, everyone makes wrong choice at university but yeah uh, and her at the front door and then finally I couldn't didn't have the room I wanted I got a different room but it was the one that was left rather than my room uh, my dad saw my face and when we went out to the car to get the stuff, he said, Antoine, if you don't want to live here, we will just go and find you somewhere else to live. There'll be other places. And I probably should have taken him up on that offer. Because I did a lot, a lot more drinking in my second year than I did in my first or my third year. Yeah. Yeah, don't. Don't speak to any of those guys anymore. Uh, most of them were perfectly acceptable and nice enough chaps. Everyone goes through their own. They all go through their own stuff at university. But yeah, I don't remember having a games console. My second years when I bought the, well, I said I don't have a phone. I probably had a Super NES, but I don't remember having a TV in my room because uh, in my first year. When you left during the, I lived in the halls of residence. When you left during the 
holidays, including the reading weeks, you had to completely empty your room. Whereas in my second year, I didn't have to empty my room during the holidays. But when I came out for holidays, I wanted a TV. So rather than having my parents come up and down every break, I think I got the train. And so I left, would have left my TV either at home or at university. I, I can't remember which. But I don't remember having a TV in my room to play games on. And then, uh, yeah, so, and then I got my PlayStation in my final year. Yeah, it was a, it was a, uh, a strange one my uh, a good friend well my best friend growing up he, I'm trying to remember how try. my memory as I've said before is absolutely shocking but my best friend growing up he was dating someone well their stories there but I think when before into university he was dating someone and they were talking about the present she was going to buy him for Christmas or his birthday and he was like, listen, how much are you going to spend on me? It's got to be about £100. And I think the PlayStation may have been 150 or 200 quid. And he said to her, listen, give me £100. I'll put £100 towards it and I'll buy a PlayStation. That'd be your present. She was fine with that. So I think he had a PlayStation. But I couldn't even tell you what games you'd play on that. Or maybe that was the PlayStation 2 story. I didn't. I'm almost certain I didn't have a PlayStation 2 until recently. But, yeah, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, my mate, very strange thing for me. I, one, I don't know one ever spent £100 on presents for me. But two, uh, telling your girlfriend, yeah, give me the money, I'll go buy what I want. No thought needing a new part. That's always a bit rubbish. But it worked for them. Oh, the game where uh, you, you create Monsters off CDs was called Monster Rancher. Or in Japan it was known as Monster Farm. Uh, yeah, so that was that game. So yeah, the PlayStation, the original PlayStation or PS1 or PlayStation 1, I don't have a lot of uh, to talk about on that. There's a whole lot, I mean, there's a whole load of stuff third year second or third year university so a separate oh, I'll tell you this story because it's funny so I was dating this girl and she was perfectly acceptable but I didn't really as most of my girlfriend didn't really know her that well before we started dating and uh, anyway she I was at university she dropped out of school and I had a job working in a finance department and uh yeah, the long distance thing was doing okay for us. I think she was surprised. Well, she was definitely disappointed about me going back to university because she was talking about us getting a flat together and all of that kind of stuff. Anyway, so I went back to university and uh, she came to visit. And this is where it gets really strange. So she came to visit and I went and collected her, met her at the train station. She got really arsy at me meeting her at the train station. She said she could get away without finding her ass, didn't need any help. Well, that's bloody strange. I mean, it's a good four-hour, five-hour train journey to get from where we li where she lived to where I was at university. That was a bit strange. Anyway, she came she came and visited a few times. That was nice. Uh, and then I thought she'd left some pants of mine. 
And I said, oh, you've left some pens of mine. And she went, I hadn't. Whose pants are they? I'll let you into a secret. They weren't anyone else's pants. <laughs> they certainly weren't mine. But yeah, I don't think she was overly happy with that. And then I was having a particularly shit time. And the people in the flats were decided to go off to watch... I'll say tight. No, Titanic was ninety seven, wasn't it? Ninety eight. Fuck, I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you what we went to go watch at the cinema. But they all went to the cinema. I said, "Do you want to come along?" And I was so unhappy. I was like, "Yeah, I would." So I get back, message her, because SMS text messages where you had to press the keys three times to get an S and all of that existed. So I messaged her, say, "Ah, oh, so I went to go went to the cinema with friends. We went and saw this film, and then she said, "Oh." I wanted to go see that film with uh, you. I thought we'd wait until we were next together to go see it. We had not discussed this, listener, at all. And I explained that I've been too happy, but she was still arsy about it. And then one night, a week or two later, she didn't reply to any of my messages. And then I got a message, oh, sorry, I went out with a guy from work he said you fancy going to the cinema and I said yes yeah. so we went and saw that film that you'd already watched so I didn't think it would be an issue because you'd already watched it and I it listener it, it was an issue and it all came to a head a, maybe a bank holiday weekend I came down I thought I'm going to surprise my girlfriend not seen her for a while. And bearing in mind, train travel was cheaper back when I was at university, but it was still very expensive when you didn't earn lots of money or didn't have lots of money. Uh, yeah, I earned lots of money, but that's also another story. Uh, yeah. So I get the train and I'm like, ah, I'm on the train, I'm coming to see you. Uh, it's, it's Friday night, yeah, let's, get, let's catch up. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And she went, oh, I can't do tonight. I've already got plans. And I was like, lippity gibbet. So I went and saw my best mate at the time, who was down. And uh, he was home from university. I went and visited him. Uh, so my best mate was the guy who got his girlfriend to give him £100 for his PlayStation or, or N64 or PlayStation 2, whichever one it was. Uh, I went to him and went, this, this doesn't feel right. And uh, actually he was with his uh, girlfriend, who's now his wife. Uh, and they were like, that's not right. That's not the foundation for something that's good. And they were right, it was not the foundation for something that was good. So I packed my bag up that weekend. I was at my parents. We hadn't actually got a flat together. And I was just like, do you know what? Saturday, jumped on the train back to university. And then I got a message uh, from her while I'm on the train saying, do you want to meet up this evening? And I replied back with, life's too short for this shit. And then that was it. Now, the, the benefit of being a uh, youngster as I was then, that felt like the appropriate way to end a relationship. May not have been. But I think it was right. 
And anyway, I, I had my PlayStation 1 and my uh, weird fighty CD game. What more could you want? So, yeah. Third year at university. Things didn't quite go to plan educationally there. Uh, made it more exciting for me by the fact that I downgraded my degree, so I didn't actually have to do any work. And I know some people say, oh, I didn't have to work very hard in there last year. At the start of my third year, I think I retook one of my second year exams, didn't do great in it, and my tutor said, you could always just downgrade your degree and you don't have to worry about it anymore. I was like, okay. And that was it. Listener, that was also a mistake. What I should have done is changed my degree into something a bit better. But no, I didn't understand how things worked. So I didn't. And I bummed around for the last nine months of my university career. Uh, I don't think I was running a radio station anymore. I think I'd palm that over, but I did have my radio show. Uh, I didn't have to turn up to lectures or do any work. Did I turn up to lectures? No, I think I didn't. It was a massive amount of stress off me after that. That helped. I think I cut, probably cut down my drinking a little. I could have done so much more. It paid when I didn't have university and I was, didn't have anything to learn. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. And I could have played more games, but I didn't. Oh, the people I lived with in my third year, they played Baldur's Gate, which was a uh, pretty massive game. So some, one of them had a pretty big BC and he failed his third year because he... Uh, played Baldur's Gate non-stop rather than do his degree but I live with a lot of uh, people who train to be lawyers or solicitors are they the same thing? I don't know and they're all doing pretty well I saw one of them on LinkedIn he's now CEO of some company in an African nation uh, yeah another one he's just got another job so he writes for a sporting I'll say magazine but I think it's all online who does print now I don't know uh, yeah the one thing that uh, I do have from that time period is one of the ladies we lived with she borrowed her family's camcorder no it's it's not going that way before you think about it she went and in the last week of university, I think it was the last week, I interviewed everyone who lived in the house and all, and all the friends around that. So there was another house of girls that lived somewhere away, but they were all friends with the people who lived in the house. And uh, yeah, so they, I interviewed them all, asked them all the same question. And yeah. Fast forward 20 years. Well, probably closer to 18 years. I have the tape. Now, I shouldn't have the tape, and I apologise to the lady whose tape it is. But I asked for the tape so I could copy it. And I never got around to copying it. Life problems. And But a couple of years ago, I took it to one of these snappy snap printer prints, or whatever it is, and I've had it all put onto a CD, and I have it on my computer, so I now need to edit it down. I need to edit it down and have everyone kind of answering the same question and then I can put it on YouTube and I can share it with them and 
hopefully they'll keep in touch. They'll, uh, yeah, hopefully they'll keep in touch. It'll be interesting to see. But I'll put it up. I will edit. I mean, it's, the trouble is it's an hour's worth of footage. I've only got iMovie, so separating these out into things and then oh, I really could do with Final Cut on this Mac. But you, you make do with what you do. So essentially I have uh, footage of all, all the people I live with plus that. What's a bit bittersweet is one of the guys on there is it, uh, unfortunately died not long after we left university. Uh, so yeah, I've got to work out if I do it or when I do it, do I leave him in? I think I've got to leave him in because he was one of the people and then we'll have to process it. Maybe just let them know he's there. So yeah, I've got to make two versions, obviously. I've got to make one version, which is everyone being asked a question at the same time, or the same question and those bits cut together. And then I've got to make a version of everybody's own bits so that they can watch them and kind of and what would be interesting for me is it's 20 years and what did I, uh, well, where do you see yourself being in however many years time and I'd have said oh, I'll be on the radio or the TV or something. And I haven't, well, haven't been on TV, I've been on radio a bit. But yeah, I've got that to do. And that's from my, uh, that's from my PlayStation original owning days, which would have been... 2002 definitely 2000 2001 I don't know when I got rid of my PlayStation I don't even know I probably would have sold it you know me I'd have sold it or given it away to someone because that's what I do because I'm a I was dreadful at uh, selling things so yeah PlayStation 1 went and uh, can you guess what the next console I got? PlayStation. After the PlayStation 1. Time frame would have been 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, I think. So, yeah, can you guess? I'll, I'll, uh, I can't hear you anyway. This is just a podcast. It's just me talking. Uh, yeah, so episode number five will be the original Xbox. Da, da, da. I can tell you a lot more about that. For starters, I was drinking an awful lot less, which helps with the memory. Uh, yeah, I can... Oh, I will fact you up about the original Xbox. Fact you up hard. So yeah, but it wasn't brand new, and I own two of them, one one after the other in quite fairly quick succession. But yeah, that's for episode five, which will come out start of April. This one's a bit late, I do know. By the time I edit it together, it's going to be halfway through March. But you'll all cope. You'll all cope. So, yeah. Episode 4, the PlayStation. The Sony PlayStation. The original PlayStation. 
done. Anyway, feel free if you're listening in. I've, I, I get my listener number, so it's great to see that people are listening. People are subscribing and people are listening. If you want to review me, please put a review on whatever platform you get your podcast for. Um, be it just a star rating, whatever star rating you want. I can't pretend I'm going to make too many changes based on that. The format here isn't overly complex. Uh, but if you want to put some free text in there and go, yeah, I remember the PlayStation. Why didn't you talk about Grand Theft Auto on it? Why didn't you talk about Time Crisis? Why didn't you talk about Colin McRae racing? Why didn't you talk about... It's because I didn't play them. Oh, I don't remember playing them. I was very, very drunk. Anyway, until next time. I was about to say, nanu, nanu, but that one's taken. And he died. So, uh, until next time. I'll tell you how I end this one. Until next time. Be kind.